Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Podcast with your hosts, Wes, Jeff, and Will. August 22nd, welcome in. Welcome in. To the below average gentlemen, I'm your host Wesley, joined by co-host Weddle. <laughs> Jeff is on hiatus for another week or so, right? Yeah. Will Will he be back next week, or is that pushing it? No, he'll be back next okay. week. Okay. All right. Well, we got we got Vegas next week, and then <laughs> oh. uh, well, not not this coming week, but the following week. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll try to do one. We'll be trying to record on after we, we'll have to do it on like a Friday or Saturday. Yeah. yeah whatever. Your boy don't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, congrats, Weddle. Thank you, thank you. Newest addition to the uh, Dava the Clan. You got to change the your ending here. I don't know if you noticed. That. I did it last week. Did you? Yeah. Listen to last week's ending again. <laughs> Slid it in there. Nobody noticed. <laughs> the uh, we got uh, preseasons in full swing. Yeah. Uh, it it really feels like most teams aren't playing anybody. But we still we're still going to come at you with our hot takes. Yeah, absolutely. Based on what absolutely. we saw. Yeah, there's a new tight end one. <laughs> <laughs> like I think Kyle Pitts, uh, he caught a reception today for 52 yards. Yeah, uh, greatest. Yeah, yeah. latter part. Now, yeah. He, he he jumped up to the latter part I mean, of the first round. Yeah, you might as well take him the first round now. Hey, these 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 combined these uh these practices were like the teams practicing against each other. Like it's essentially killing the preseason, right? Oh yeah, like, like the like, the Bengals this week they have yeah. Bengals and Rams practicing against each other. Before the preseason game, yep. yep. And I guarantee you, not one yeah. starter sees the field during the preseason game. What do they call them? They, 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 there was a term for them. Is it, is it like co- a co-practice or some shit like that? Joint practice. Joint practice. Joint practices are the live tour, and the NFL preseason is the PGA. Like that's essentially what's happening. It's killing it. But the coaches, by all accounts, the coaches and the staff and everyone love, love the love joint it. practices. Love it because you get, you know, it's two days to see your team going full speed yep. with a whole, a, you know, another team. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not your own team they're going up against. Yeah. And the not only are your coaches evaluating your players, mm-hmm. they're looking at who that team might yeah. cut. And on all accounts, like, like you work on what you want to work on. Like if I have a young quarterback, like, hey, dude, I want him to take 20 snaps in a in a, in a, in a red zone type of scenario, blah, blah, blah. And, and you do it. You, 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 you get your 20 reps and you, and you call it a day. Not like a game where you, God forbid, somebody. It, it makes sense. Like, like, yeah, because, I mean, and the rules still apply. Yeah. Like we're. The guys aren't hitting the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, and you and, know they'll say they got a sack, but they're not hitting the quarterback. In, in in a perfect world, how many preseason games would you like to see? Because uh, like like attendance is down. Like these stadiums are twenty percent full. Like but, nobody goes to it. Yeah, but I don't blame the teams for how they're doing it. I mean, you might as well use the preseason games to evaluate the guys who are on the bubble. Yeah, as a fan though, how many preseason games is right for you? Two, because three's still too many, right? Yeah, for we we went decades with four. This is the first year with three, correct? Yeah, and that's where two two preseason games with every team having a joint practice. Yeah, like 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 perfect example. Like for different reasons, I'm a Cardinal fan. Kyler Murray ain't gonna take a snap in the preseason. No, you're a Bengal fan. Bertle's not gonna take a snap in the preseason, right? I think he wants to. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Different scenarios. Kyler's awaiting the next. Uh, yeah. What is it? Call Call of Duty well, game the, to come out and. Uh, the the open beta for the new Call of Duty starts today. I have no idea what that means. So well, so the, the for <laughs> the new the new Call of Duty coming gotcha. out, you can try it out. Yeah. So Kyler wouldn't be playing very good this week anyway. Oh, Why can't that shit come out like during during spring training? Why does it got to come out during football season, man? <laughs> so, what, what what's 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 the company that does that shit? 
Activision. Activi- Activision. Blizzard. Is, is Blizzard. Blizzard Activision is ruining Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals football. <laughs> Come out in, in, in March, in April. You, you guys are, uh, the Cardinals uh, traded for a guard. Saw that. Former Oklahoma guy. Yeah. We're uh, between Hollywood. So now we're, we're only like 19 players away from having all of Kyler Murray's ex-friends and teammates on the team. Tom Brady's supposed to return to practice. I think he did. I think he did today. Okay, today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like the trade just coincidentally enough for the Cardinals. You know, they, they sure up that offensive line, the interior offensive line. It's a, it's a it's a guard that was teammates with with Kyler at Oklahoma. So we were debating last night. Yep. The uh, Cardinals uniforms. Yeah. They yeah, wore yeah. their they wore their uh, alternate helmet uniforms. Yeah, they're they're calling them like the midnight blacks or something. Yeah. Like that. I wasn't a fan. It, uh, it looked generic to me. I, I'm okay with it. Uh, maybe like, I think the problem I had, and I told you guys, it mm-hmm. was from a distance. Mm-hmm. All you saw was the black helmet, mm-hmm. black shirt, white pants. Yeah. And it reminded me, it reminded me of the generic uniform. You put one of the teams from remember the Titans in when, when you, I thought you were going Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> I thought you were going to say but it reminded you of the Bishop I, Sycamore. Uniform. And what I said, I think wouldn't go a long way. The yeah. Cardinal on the helmet mm-hmm. needs to be a lot bigger. Yeah, maybe not even bigger. Maybe outline it with a white, but it, or just like make it a, you know, like the Eagles or yeah. something, where yeah. it's a bigger. Um, I, I liked it. I mean, they're only going to use it with the black jersey. Apparently, they only use that maybe once, twice a year on the Thursday color rush type of game. But do you think do you think the helmet would look better if it was like a matte black type of deal? Because it, it it my, my I love the uniform. Just thought the helmet was a little too shiny, but I, I'm okay with it. Love the new black helmet with the black jersey. But it, in it's hard to get a sense of the the cool part about the helmet yeah. is when you get up close, it has red flakes in it. Yeah. And I mean you can't see it at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little too shiny. It it from far it looks like a like an engagement ring that I can't afford. Like it it's it, it sparkles. <laughs> Shines bright like a diamond. <laughs> Rihanna said it best. Any other uh I don't think we had much Cardinals news. No, I mean no, no. besides uh Florio felt the need to uh to post about Oh boy, getting a speeding ticket again! Oh yeah, that's breaking news. He was going uh, <laughs> breaking. What was news. he going? He was going like seventy one in seventy one in a fifty. I mean, let's be honest. Every every red blooded American male does that. That's, that's no big deal. I got I got buddies that do that on a daily basis when when they when they're running late to yeah. punch in the clock. Old old Florio is like you know he's a he's, he's a punk. He's pounding the law. He's a punk. Just real quick to touch on that on that trade. They they, they gave up a twenty twenty three uh, fifth round pick for Cody Ford guard. Like we said, he was teammates. With Marquise Hollywood Brown and Kyler Murray at Oklahoma, uh, I mean, I like to trade if you can get a guy for a fifth round draft pick that that's going to come in and play immediately. I guess, yeah, it's a win, right? Yeah, I mean, it's. I I mean, I didn't feel one way or the other about the trade. I mean, short up, yeah. short up. We're, Cardinals we're, felt they needed a guard. They traded yeah. a pick. I mean, go for it. Speaking of needing guards, how about that? What's what's going on in Tampa right now? Oh, the Tampa's lost. Uh, oh boy. Numerous offensive linemen. It started with Ryan Jensen, right? And it's gone downhill since then. Uh, I believe three guards have gotten hurt. Well, they lost, and so they lost Ryan Jensen mm-hmm. to injury. Mm-hmm. Lost Alex Kappa to free agency. Mm-hmm. The uh, three guards now have gone down. Uh, Ollie Marpet retired, right? He, he he was the guy that retired unexpectedly during the offseason. Uh, Alex Kappa's gone from last year, and Aaron Stinney was the guard that got hurt. I believe he tore his ACL, right? So I mean, they're that. The the two tackles are straight. They still got Werps on the right side. Can't remember the guy on the left side. But but the, that's going to be a whole new guard to guard 
they're in the middle. So, so I really enjoyed Brady having this couple weeks off in the Bahamas or wherever it was he went. Good for him. No, and uh, I mean, I, and if you can't understand, the guy retired, probably set up this trip with the family. Yeah, and you know that was part. I'm sure this was part of the. Hey, I'll come back, but I have to do this. Yeah. What's Todd Bowles gonna say? Like, no, bro, we need you those ten days. I yeah. know you're Tom Brady, but, but no. so. But what I really enjoyed about Tom Brady's absence were the conspiracies. There was Tom Brady's going to retire. Yep. He's not coming back. Yep. He saw his offensive lineman going down, and now he's scared. Mm-hmm. Then there was Tom Brady's on the mass Singer. I, I believed that one for like an hour, bro. And then I went down the <laughs> rabbit hole, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> the uh, But Brady's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he didn't retire. He said he wasn't on the mass Singer. Yep. Uh, but if he was, would he say he wasn't? <laughs> that's what Ian Rappaport right? reported. Right. He was like, if I, you know, if he was on the mass Singer, this is exactly what he would say. <laughs> that's ridiculous. The, uh, I guess we'll just have to find out when that stupid show comes out. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cardinals, we're, we'll, we'll talk about that preseason game last night against the Ravens. Ravens extended their 22 uh, games, they, 22 games straight. It's crazy to think that like preseason games are so hard to bet on. Like tonight, yeah, yeah I took the I took the over on the uh, Eagles. Uh, no, not the Eagles. the The Jets game, Jets and Falcons. Jets and Falcons. Mm-hmm. I took the over. It mm-hmm. hit. I've been I've been hit, I've been hitting some of the overs on these winner, but the uh, in but I will not pick winners most of the time. You you're you're an over under guy. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I mean okay. like but the. I mean, it's so hard to pick a winner. I mean, because like, I mean, you look at it like in in the season. Let's say, you know, the Bills were playing whoever during the season. You're, yep. oh, that's an easy win for the Bills. Yep. Well, that in the preseason, not so much. I mean, do, do you? What's the strategy there? Do you look at which backup quarterback, which third string quarterback you like more? Well, today I looked at the I looked at Jets. I looked at the Jets Falcons, mm-hmm. and okay, you know, Mariota is gonna. He's going to get a couple series because, yep. you know, he's a shaky starter. Yeah. So he's probably going to play a yep. couple series. Yep. They, they want him to see the Reds, then, especially on a new team. And then they're going to bring in Ritter. Mm-hmm. They had, oh, okay, their they're backup running backs, Tyler Algier. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the guy's good. Yeah. Then on the Jets, you got, you know, Magic Mike White is going to play pretty much the whole game. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, who's he going to hand the ball to? He's probably going to hand the ball to Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. And, Little Michael Carter, splash of Michael Carter, maybe. And, and uh, so I, I just looked at it, and you know the the Jets have the the rookie wide receiver also. Mm-hmm. The which one did they get? The uh, the Ohio State kid. Yeah. The, but the I just figured those guys. You know, you see rookies, you see some of these flashy rookies, and you figure they're going to play. Yeah. So yeah. I, I took the over. Okay. The strategy I took last night with the Cardinals Ravens game. Also hit, picked the Ravens to cover. I think it was five and a half. They won by seven. Uh, I like Tyler Huntley more than I like Trace McSorley. Yeah, Ty- Tyler Huntley's a very capable backup. Hey, do you think any part of of Baltimore Ravens brass is looking at this like, hey, do we we can win with Tyler Huntley? No. No? Not, no. There, there's not one voice in, in, that, no, in, in, I, in that front there, there's You have a guy who's he's won the MVP. I get it. I get it. He's... Like he's he showed he be, he's become more accurate yeah, as his I, career goes. I love on. him. I love Lamar, and 
he's going to get paid. Guy's a winner. And right now they're saying the contract's sitting there. Mm-hmm. It pays more than Kyler. Yep. Much to, much to the, you know, against Jeff. Yeah. He he. Much to the chagrin. Much to the chagrin of Jeff. <laughs> Lamar will get paid more than Kyler Murray. Yeah. He will get paid more in guaranteed money than Kyler Murray. Yes. And but he's holding out because. He wants that Watson fully guaranteed. Yeah, he's trying to get fully guaranteed. I don't think I don't know if the Ravens will go there. Not gonna happen. But you know, I would not be surprised if it's in the tune of, you know, 170, 180 million. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that situation will resolve itself uh pre week one. Pre week one is what? September eleventh? Yeah, because I mean if they're saying they pay they're offering him more than Kyler Murray, let's just say they're offering him two forty. Yeah. They're offering him two forty mm-hmm. and they're offering him twenty more guaranteed, yeah, fifteen more guaranteed. Yeah, something. we're well, we're offering you, we're offering you one hundred and sixty-five guaranteed, yep. and we'll, I won't fully. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to come down somewhere one hundred and eighty guaranteed. You know, and 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 Lamar is a fool, brother. If he doesn't sign this the Thursday or Friday before Week One, yeah, because he he cannot go into this season without that contract. He can't. Well, he says that, he's not. That's a dangerous game. But he says he's not. Yeah, so you know, that this should get resolved September eighth, September 9th. Yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. And if the Ravens don't get it done, another team will. Yeah, real quick to touch on Tyler Huntley, one of the better backers in the league. If he's forced to play so far in the preseason, twenty nine of thirty two. That's ninety percent for you, mathematicians. Two hundred thirty eight yards, two touchdowns, uh, one hundred eighteen passer rating. I don't. I get it. I get it. I get it. But he's better. That's where. I'm not buying all the Kenny Pickett stock that everybody's selling. No, can't, the, can't, Kenny Pickett's throwing touchdowns against plumbers and and and, yeah, the, and garbage men. In I mean, it's he does look good. Yeah, but I mean, you cannot read too much into the stats when Kenny Pickett hasn't seen a first a first team defense. Yeah, what did uh Tomlin had a great quote when they asked him about how how great he's been doing, and he goes, uh, "Yeah, yeah, he's 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 looked good, but I want to see what he looks like against the varsity." Yeah, that's what Tomlin said. I mean, and that's the thing. It's as good as Kenny Pickett looks, are you you're you're really going to roll him out there week one, in week one against the Bengals for his first game? See, there's two schools of thought here, bro. Like like like, I get it. The old school in Tomlin, like 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 he he Big Ben did, didn't start right away. He had to sit behind Tommy Maddox for a few weeks, right? And Big Ben was a top ten pick as opposed to Pickett was what like nineteenth or something. But I I just don't see Kenny Pickett being successful week one when you, if you roll him out there week one. And the first thing, all of a sudden, he's seeing defenses moving around, audibling on him on the field, and it's like that's a whole different ball game. How early is their first shit opponent, Steelers? Give me a second here. How early is what their first week opponent? Because if it's so, let's just see. They got a preseason game here against the Lions. That one doesn't matter. Week one, they're the Bengals. Week two, it's the Patriots. Week three, it's the Browns. Week four, it's the Jets. Don't be surprised if we see week four against the Jets. Yeah, I mean, you could. You could circle that as a possible picket date. Yeah. And 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 it probably depends how Trubisky looks weeks he, one through three. He's capable. He's he's capable. But Trubisky's capable of throwing five picks in a game. Yeah, and 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 well, look, look, look week one it's at the Bengals, week week two the Steelers host the Patriots, and week three it's the Browns. Like it's not a cakewalk. No. It's 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 not a cakewalk. He's gonna you I mean, yeah, you wanna Okay, if you don't throw him in week one, you're going to throw him in in week two against one of the better defenses in the league, and then week three against Denzel Ward and Newsom. Yeah, with yeah. and you know Garrett Garrett Wilson, not Garrett Wilson. That's the that's the wide receiver. Garrett Wilson, receiver, Ohio State. Yeah. but 
all these dudes on the Browns defensive line breathing down his neck. Yeah. Uh, real quick, just to just to put a bow in that in that uh, Ravens game. What are your thoughts on tight end Isaiah Likely? Ravens. I mean, what, he we, looks, what, what, what do we got here, bro? He looks, Eight catches over 100 yards in the first half against yeah, the Yeah, he, he looked phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it, I don't know. It looked like Tony Gonzalez out yeah, there. I don't know. Like, just just going to throw this out there. I get it. He's behind Mark Andrews, who's probably the second best tight end in the NFL. Last year, Mark Andrews had 1,300 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's probably going to go in the in the middle to late second round of fantasy drafts. But in just... And then, then again, was likely, was likely. I mean, Arizona's got to have one of the worst secondaries to start with, correct? I mean, I don't know about that bad. We got Buddha back there. Yeah, you got one guy, one of four. That's better than mo- than some teams. Yeah, I'm okay. You guys got Buddha Baker in the secondary. Yeah, your secondary is hurt, right? Like the guy, your your big signing died. Come on, man! Yeah, he, he did. did. He, he did. He, I mean, I, I, I know. like he, we're talking like facts here. Yeah, yeah, he like, did. He did. The big signing died. Yeah, and so you're you're thinking like the second and third team corners that they're playing against these dudes mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. probably aren't very up to snuff here. Plumbers and firefighters, but just just I mean, th- this isn't new to him. I get it. He's a small school guy. Uh, just throw this out there. Uh, in he probably career, made the team. Yeah, absolutely. In his college career at Coastal Carolina. Caught 133 passes for just over 2,000 yards, 27 touchdowns. I get it. It's Coastal Carolina. It's not exactly the SEC. And, and, and maybe like maybe he goes in and he balls out. And if anybody is going to use these two tight end sets, like like it's it's going to be the Ravens in that offense that they got designed for Lamar Jackson, dude. Like I he's he's probably not going to finish a a tight end one on the season, no. but like he's for for that team, like he's he's going to be an important piece, right? Will oh. he will he get drafted in fantasy drafts? I I'm not some 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 super genius guy. Look how smart I am. Yeah, with, with that's with, a Delosa pick. <laughs> that's a George Delosa pick. It's not enough to win. Which I sent him the whole manifest today. I don't know if you saw that. I I I, I caught up on that. By the way, I can't wait for the PowerPoint presentation. Well, I I sent them the whole PowerPoint presentation. Yep. I I snipped every page of it. Fantastic. About why we should go to Sleeper. Sleeper is, if you're fantasy uh, and I've commissioners. Played, I think I've played in every type of league. I've played in Yahoo. It sucks. Yep. Yahoo Yahoo setup is dog shit. Yeah. yeah. ESPN's not terrible. Slightly above average. It's slightly above mm-hmm. it. NFL was okay, but... CBS? CBS, I like it. I like CBS baseball. It's I, a I, little... Some of, the, some of the things in CBS are like... Are like... Uh, hidden too much. Yep, you got to. There's too many clicks to get to yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you you're you're a you're a a decade long fantasy f- more right. What are you talking? 10, yeah. 15, 20 years fantasy football. Yeah. Guy, what is the worst fantasy football website that you have ever partaken in? My fantasy league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's like you're playing fantasy football on MS DOS. DOS system Windows ninety eight. Yeah, you're playing. You're that's playing the, fantasy. That's the same way I describe it, bro. It's it's a it's it's like DOS. Yeah, it's it's fucking terrible. It's like the black and green screen. Yeah, it doesn't even have its own app. I feel they they depend on some Joe Schmo making the app for them. It's it's when when so I, some random dudes got all our logins for my fantasy league. Yeah, because you have to put your login into the app so it uploads your league. When I when I use my fantasy football league, I feel like Mac and Me is the number one movie in America. 
<laughs> I feel <laughs> right, right. I feel like Adventures in Babysitting is hitting theaters this Friday. Yeah. And I and I I mean I've used so many different sites and tried them out. Yeah. And I mean Yahoo's a close second. Sleeper is so far above. No, any y- site. Yahoo's a close second, being the worst. No, I, I I'm just saying like it doesn't matter what two is. That's how far and above Sleeper is. And I had never heard of Sleeper till Jeff brought it into my life. What three years ago, maybe? Yeah. Is, is this? Is well, it, I sold it to Jeff. Has it been 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 around that long? Or oh yeah, is it's, it, is it's, it, no, it's been around a while. Fantastic. And they continually upgrade, know, upgrade, and do you know? It does everything that Madden doesn't. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Every year they, they make they, it a point to improve every year. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. My fantasy league costs something like it's like a hundred and fifty bucks to set up your league on my fantasy league to play on DOS. It's like you're playing premium premium resort fees at a motel six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's like staying at the four queens on Fremont and they charge you a resort fee when they don't have a pool. <laughs> yeah. The uh that's what it is. My fantasy league is the four queens. <laughs> I, we we both stayed at the Four Queens. Great <laughs> restaurant. Magnolia's oh, yeah. is a hit. Yeah. Uh, great breakfast at, Mag- at Magnolia's. Magnolia's is great. They got that 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 Hugo Cellar downstairs. That's supposed to be a five star restaurant. Echelon, whatever the hell, fancy restaurant. But that that is Mich- just Michelin. Michelin that, starred restaurant. That is a dump. <laughs> the Four Queens. Yes. Yeah. That when we stayed there, and no bullshit, they were. I remember trying to sleep, yeah. and they're just outside my door, jackhammering. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't mean about the honeymoon suite next door. He no. means actual construction yeah. workers. And workers, you'd open, you'd open the door, and a bunch of like cement dust would come into your face, like you had just like showered oh, and changed man. and got ready for the day. Open the door, cement you dust. Got in the, your face. You got the village people in the halls. Out yeah, there and that and that's my fantasy league. <laughs> uh, real quick, I know I said I was done with it. Cardinals, JJ Watt, COVID missed uh, week two of the preseason. Going to miss week three. Uh, be ready for week one before he probably gets hurt week three of the regular season. That's J.J. Watt news. The uh, the internet was in big disagreement last night. Oh, you're talking about the... Kayvon Thibodeau. The block, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. Thaddeus Moss. Kayvon yeah. Thibodeau, uh, first round pick, was what, top five? Five? Yeah. Three, four, something like that to the Giants at Oregon. Big time dude. Uh, I think it's badass that he's number five as a defensive end edge guy. You don't see that every day. But... uh. Go ahead, explain it. Yeah, so uh, Thibodeau, Thibodeau goes in the backfield. Uh, Thaddeus Moss goes for a cut block, not a chop block. Mm-hmm. He goes for a cut block. Which, as, is, which is legal. As Thaddeus is going at him, Thibodeau, for some reason, turns to the side, mm-hmm. and Thaddeus makes contact with his thigh. Mm-hmm. Maybe more like lower hip. Yeah. And slide. And ends his, up, his, his momentum takes him. Yeah, he ends up sliding down. Injures injures uh Thibodeau's knee. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're saying they they're saying he'll be ready for week one. I don't know about that. He's gonna miss four or five weeks. I read three three to five but weeks, something like that. It's a sprained MCL. All the nerds, yeah, all the nerds, Rich Eisen came out and started saying that how dirty the hit was. That that and to the point of like they're making it sound like Daddy's Moss intentionally dove at his knees. Barstool wanted him arrested. Yeah, put him in jail. They. Like Barstool's nerds were wanting him in jail. You had, and think about which side you're on here. Mike Florio, Warren Sharp, Rich Eisen, mm-hmm. and the Barstool nerds mm-hmm. were saying like that, how dirty this was. Mm-hmm. And every NFL player talking about it came out and they're like, 
that's a normal hit. The Giants coach. Brian Dayball. In, I got the quote right here. Dayball in his interview mm-hmm. said, we teach our team to do that. Yeah. They teach their team to do that. The, the question was, do you think it was a dirty hit on, on uh, Thibodeau? And the quote is, well, that's the rules. We do it with the, with our tight ends and fullbacks going back to the line of scrimmage, so you got to do a good job of playing it out. It's a tough block, but whatever the rules are, those are the rules. Yeah. And every team teaches this. You see it 50 times a game, mm-hmm. these guys doing cut blocks. So I don't understand where the hate was on this one. I was always too much of a man to go cut block. I like to cut the head off the snake. But like I was saying, though, you got like Florio and Warren Sharp uh, yeah. crying about it. Florio's then, a weasel, bro. But then you got... Darius Butler, Mark Shalareth, A.J. Hawk, yeah. McAfee, all saying, like, yeah, that's that's a normal hit that happens every other play. I'll be honest. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, man. I saw it a few times. Heard some people that have actually done it talk about it. And I was like, well, you know, if it's not illegal. But what didn't make sense, like, if you just watched it, if you watched it a couple times, yeah. you saw, like, the, the initial impact was on his hip. Yeah, yeah, and his momentum drove and, him down. And, and, and Thibodeau kind of turned a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, and part, part of the... Part of the blame falls on Thibodeau because he turned, he saw Moss coming and turned to the side and like mm-hmm. gave him his side of his knee. Yeah, I mean what? I mean it sucks for a. That was basically the. the did, did you see the news today? Like like Danny Daniel Jones might not even win the job, bro. Like that that. Are we looking at like David Davis Webb? Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor's will, will be there. He's 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 got a better <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Something like twenty six and twenty five career as a starter. Uh, I think I think. Uh, Danny Dimes is something like like twelve and twenty five or some shit like that. Yeah, like like. Do you think Dayball got there and he was just like, "This guy sucks, man," right? Well, I mean, you would think that they're. I mean, are they? Jimmy G's got to get cut, right? I think he'd prefer to get cut. Yeah, so so he can go pick his own destination. Yeah, but I mean, like, maybe they're just waiting for because they're not going to trade capital for Jimmy G at no, this point. Not when you have to pay him twenty seven million dollars. No, just let Jimmy G get cut. Mm-hmm. And then bring him in. He'll be better than what you got. I get it. It's a business. But I feel like John Lynch and, and Kyle Shanahan owe him that, bro. I mean, I would assume that the Giants really, really, really do not want to waste this year with uh, Saquon. No. Man. Saquon's now two years removed from the ACL. No, ready to roll. You, usually, like, two years after the ACL, yeah. these guys come back. He looks fantastic in camp. Yeah. Every report I'm reading. Mm. And here's the thing. Do you think... For one season, for this upcoming season, if you're the 49ers, would you rather have Jimmy Garoppolo or would you rather have Trey Lance? Just for one season. Sure. Well, I think they're ready to go with Trey Lance. I'm, I'm reading some reports that there's some there's some accuracy issues down there, bro. They're, they're a little worried about the accuracy on this kid. I think he'll be fine. What do you mean fine? Because people are, are they're, they're like the third favorite to win the NFC. I mean, that I can't, that's, that's too much for me for a quarterback that it's just going to be business as usual, who's... Who hasn't done it, dude? Yeah, I, but you have to like you. You can you cannot sign the draft capital they spend no, on. Trey. I, I know, I know. They back they, themselves in a corner and they have to do it. They yeah, have they, to do it. They already sat Trey Lance for a yep. year. Yep. Absolutely. You get the guy for four more years max. Yeah. You got to play him three you, three before you got to pay him big money. Yeah. I mean, you have a window. You yeah. drafted the guy. You have the window. No, I understand, and 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 they're making the right decision because they have to play this dude. They traded so much for him. They took him three overall. They they traded. A ton of picks for him to move up. Because, I mean, by that thinking, if uh, Jimmy G hit the market, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars ought to go pick him up. Yeah, yeah. Because their guy looked like he was having accuracy issues. Stop it. Stop it. That is an all-time generational talent. They got down there. <laughs> yeah, having accuracy issues. I don't know, but I, I, 
I get it. I, th- I think Trey Lance will be fine, but I think we're, we're kind of overshooting this, not us in particular, but, like, the football community. Like, I don't think they're going to win the NFC. I don't think they're going to win the NFC West but with I think a quarterback Tra- that hasn't done it. But I think Trey Lance is way more dangerous on his feet and everything else. I get it. It's going to be electric from a fantasy standpoint. It's probably going to be great. But, 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 but. But I, I, I think I got to see it first. But like you said, they're backed into the corner. They have to roll with him at yeah, this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, he's taken all the reps. Yeah. He's taken all the reps at camp. There's no way at this point you bring in Jimmy G and you're like, oh, well, he's going to start from us from here on out. Yeah. Off off the top of your head, where's, what team is Jimmy G on week one? I still think, I still think there's a chance between the, the Giants. Mm-hmm. I think the Falcons would be looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised with the Browns. I feel like the, the Cleveland part of it kind of left. Chances went down when it was an 11-game suspension on Deshaun. If it would have been the full season, that's a great scenario for Jimmy D to go into. Yeah, but if that. they just wait till he's cut, then it doesn't matter. So Jimmy G would be cool being a placeholder for 11 weeks. Probably not, but I mean, it's... And, and the longer it waits, like 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 he has to get there. And, and but what if him. Jimmy G gets in there with Cleveland and they're and starts off hot and they're winning games? Say they're nine and two. Yeah, are they are they <laughs> are they pulling him? I mean, at this point, like that. If I'm Cleveland, I don't even go get Jimmy G. Like you 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 paid Baker ten. Million I think to probably go not, but I think the Giants is a very likely destination. Okay, okay, and 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 everything coming out of the the other New York team, the Jets. Uh, I believe he's gonna miss week one. Right, the uh, the, Zach, mo- the mom hunter. Yeah, the milf hunter. Zach. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Zach Wilson supposed to miss week one, and I mean we'll see, we'll see. But I, Jimmy G deserves to be a starter in the NFL, right? I think. Yeah, there's definitely teams he could start for. He's played right in now. a Super Bowl. He was in an NFC. I I get it. That's a team built on defense. I mean, and, and, and then we're leaving out Seattle. Oh my! Seattle God. could use him desperately. Gino. Gino's Gino Gino's not it. Seattle, if Drew Locke's the starter, if Seattle's purposely Drew Lock has tanking, Drew Locke didn't take a snap in week two, and he's the starter. But he's got COVID. Yeah, but he didn't. I'm saying he didn't take a, a snap yeah. in preseason week two, and he's the starter. Yeah, yeah. Um, are they going to have the worst record in the NFL, Seattle? Uh, probably. Yeah, right. Well, unless they get Jimmy G, the Giants look pretty bad right now. But the, I feel like the Giants still got. I mean, I like Kadarius Tony. Like I want to see what that looks yeah, like. The, Saquon Barkley. But the Giants look pretty bad. What What does Seattle have? What do they have? They have DK, DK, and Lockett, and Lockett, and that's it. And right, no offense. Yeah, they have some running backs. They got Rashad Penny. They got Walker, that rookie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a dumpster fire, bro. Don't be surprised if this is Pete Carroll's final season in Seattle. Wouldn't be surprised at all. You've been ready for that for a while. Yeah, I've, I've been calling that one. Are we ready to talk about uh, Dana White here? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Let's touch on it, Go bro. for it. This is a segment. So uh, UFC pay-per-view uh, Saturday night. Uh, ESPN had like a like a simulcast going on with, with the Gronk brothers, Rob Gronkowski, his brothers, a couple of his friends. It's, it's basically eight meatheads hanging out, and they were able to get Dana White and interview him as the fights are going on. And they go, like, I'm, I'm shocked he told this story, right? 
live on the air. They get Dana White to tell a story that he said he claimed that he brokered a deal for the Raiders to get Tom Brady when he was leaving the Patriots when he was a free agent. He ended up in Tampa Bay. They won the Super Bowl year one. But he, Tom Brady was looking at houses in Las Vegas ready to come to, to the Raiders. And at the 11th hour, John Gruden nixed it, said he didn't want him. And that's the infamous Tom Brady on the shop with more LeBron than, James. More than likely. Maverick Carter. Uh, 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 green from the, 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 the Warriors. They're all talking, getting haircuts. And that's the famous line where he said that he... You're going to roll with that motherfucker? You're going to roll with that We now know that that motherfucker in, is, in fact, David Carr. Derek Carr. Jesus Christ. I do it every week, bro. Derek Carr. That's kind of wild, right? Like, I'm, I was really shocked that, that Dana White told that story on the air. And he goes on to say, like... Well, Dana then, White doesn't care. And then... And then uh, like, why he, wouldn't... He was saying that he, he was... Once Brady committed, Gronk would follow, just like it happened in Tampa Bay. And he goes, like, I'm telling the truth, right? Right, Gronk? And Gronk goes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> like, that's wild, bro. That, and, that, that's, and Dana White's saying, like, I got a box with the Raiders. Like, of course I wanted Gronk and Tom Brady here. Yeah, and what's crazy is to think that, like, I feel like every month... Yep. There's another story about how close Brady was to going to this team, to how, that team. How lucky is Tampa Bay, bro? Everything I'm reading, like 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 now, years that it's happened, they were probably like his fourth or fifth yeah, pick. He, they he were wanted looking, to go to Miami. He wanted to go to L.A. He wanted to go to Miami. The Chargers? Yeah. The, he had all these other picks in mind and went to Tampa Bay. He won the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the Super Bowl. First year. Yeah. And and they're one of the favorites to win the – see. The, I don't think the Bucks are the best team in 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 the NFC, but they play in that. They're gonna go six and zero in that shitty division, bro. They got Carolina twice. They got Atlanta twice. Like they're they're not gonna lose a game in that division. In turn, by winning that division, they're gonna host a playoff game. And Tom Brady hosting a playoff game, like yeah, dude, you got a shot to make the Super Bowl every year. And then, every uh, year. I, I mean, I think so. It it because like. You, you'll have a healthy Mike Evans. Julio Jones so far has looked pretty decent yep. in camp. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, at some point they'll get back a good Godwin to, you know, he ought to be back fully healthy at some point. What are your thoughts on Julio Jones not being number 11 because Blaine Gabbard doesn't want to give it up? I'd, I would cut Blaine Gabbard. <laughs> yeah, right? That's yeah. kind of wild, right? Yeah, you have Kyle. He hasn't, he hasn't picked his number yet because he's still trying to get it from Blaine Gabbard. Yeah. They'll, he's probably just waiting for them to cut Blaine Gabbard. They got Kyle Trask. Just cut Blaine Gabbard. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. It's kind of wild. Because, I mean, Brady doesn't have his usual backup there that's followed him around his whole career. Like, he, here's the quote from March of 2020 from John Gruden when he was asked about the Tom Brady rumors that we now know, in fact, were true. Uh, and here's here's the quote when they asked about Tom Brady possibly joining the Raiders. Uh, this is March of 2020. We love our quarterback. Our quarterback is a really good player. Derek Carr, I want to reiterate to everybody here in Las Vegas, we got a good young quarterback, and the film, the statistics, and the analytics prove it. They screwed up, right? They screwed up? Yeah. They screwed up. <laughs> I, I, I get it. The Raiders got a good run. They got a real exciting team this year with the addition of Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones. Derek, Derek Carr has... <laughs> David, is it Derek or David? Derek I'm plays for the Raiders. Myself now. Derek plays for the Raiders. Yeah. David Carr was drafted by the Texans. Is his older 20 brother. Twenty years ago. They they look the same, bro. The parents screwed up. I named them both with D's. 
so, yeah, like that that would have been pretty wild if Tom Brady, you get that Tom Brady in that division, Mahomes. Like I when I heard the rumors of him possibly going to the Raiders, I said there's no way. He doesn't want to play Mahomes twice. Like that that's a tough division. It makes sense for him to go to Tampa. Mm-hmm. I guess it was true. The uh Justin Jefferson responded to uh I don't even know if we covered it. No. About so Jamar Chase gets interviewed by Peter King. I saw this, yeah. And they asked him They're homeboys, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean him and him and Jefferson are by you brothers. Yeah, they're definitely friends. Mm-hmm. But they asked him uh I think Peter King straight up asked him like who's better, you or like are you as good as Justin Jefferson? And Jamar Chase says, I'm better than Justin. They asked him, Are you are you better than Devontae yeah. Adams? And he was like, I'm not ready to say that. Like <laughs> Yeah. And, Devontae Adams has has done it longer. Yeah, and he was all he said with Devontae was like I mean, Devontae tells me he watches my film, and I definitely watch his. Yep. And, and then uh, Justin Jefferson finally responded and said he's more versatile than Jamar Chase. Jefferson saying he himself is more versatile? Yeah. I mean, that's that's one way of saying I'm not better than him, but I can do more things, I guess, right? Which I don't I don't even know if I would agree with that. Look, both dudes are fantastic. Both dudes are fantastic. Like, they're, there's a world where they're the two all-pro wide receivers, bro. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, that... I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough in the AFC to mm-hmm. be the. I mean, yeah, you have Jefferson gets his in the NFC. I could easily see that. Those might be the two favorites to be the the, the two All Pro wide receivers. Right? Well, I mean, Jamar's got a lot more competition for it. It seems like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be going. He's got Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. like, all he, in the AFC. Cups in the NFC, right? But the, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna shape up to what I love is that these two like they're definitely competing against each other. Mm-hmm. They definitely want you know, they both definitely want better numbers than each other. Which is great if you're a fan of either team. Yeah. Because these dudes are de- they, you know, they're playing their asses off trying to, you know, make sure their their name is above the other one. Yeah. And uh uh the revenge tour going on here in the NFL, like like the NFL's a step above everything else, dude. Like week one of the NFL, right? We talked about it. The the revenge parlay, we're both gonna put a little money on it. Yeah. Baker it's Mayfield be awesome. playing against the Cleveland Browns week yeah, one. Yeah, this is already like our locks right yeah, here. Yeah. The parlay it. Baker Mayfield against the Browns. Mm-hmm. I'm locking it in. Yeah. Taking the spread. Yep. Whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Baker Mayfield and revenge games, that's the best games he's played in his career. Yeah. And and I think every person in the world's lock of the week, like if you guys want free money, here it is, right? Five and a half point spread. Russell Wilson and the Broncos traveling to Seattle to play his former team in the Seahawks week one. Opened up at four and a half. I couldn't believe it opened up at four and a half. I think it's five and a half right now. I'm telling you right now, week one, like right before kickoff, th- this is going to be damn near 10 points. Yeah. Right? It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Put 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 your mortgage, put your kids' tuition on this. The Broncos are going to absolutely smoke the Seahawks. Yeah, absolutely. And now go back to Brady talking about you're going to go with that motherfucker. Yeah. Now, as much as we talk about th- these guys in revenge games and how good they are at revenge games, mm-hmm. Tom Brady's pretty good at this. Uh, you know, the the whole Michael Jordan thing about, and that offended me. Yeah, absolutely. And. These 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 dudes are wired different. You got to go back and look at the score when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers played the Raiders the first year Brady was there. What was it? It was something like I think it was something like 44 to 20 something. Brady hung it on him. Put it on him. 
scored 21 in the fourth quarter. Does that make sense now? Like, Brady went there and showed the Raiders how bad they fucked up. Yeah. I I, I never thought about it until you re- brought it up right now. It was a revenge game. Revenge game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Tom Brady is a and, vengeful and I, individual. And I took that personal. And I took that personal. Yeah. No, I mean... And, and and touching on that, so that that's the revenge for week one. Coincidentally enough, Devon Devon uh, Deshaun Watson suspended for yeah. eleven games. First game, his in, first at game Houston. back in in over two years. He is at Houston. So you want to hear my personal conspiracy theory? Give I it to me. I haven't put me. this out anywhere yet. Give it to me. I was sitting. I love at, a good conspiracy. Theory. I was sitting at home. Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. So the NFL knows. Yep. They suspended him for eleven games, knowing knowing that Deshaun Watson has to go to. Houston for week 11 or week 13, right? Yep. Cause it's 12. It's essentially 12 weeks. He's suspended. He'll show up week 13 against Houston. Yeah. Cause there's a bye week in there, right? He goes to Houston mm-hmm. and he, he gets indicted and he gets arrested before the game. In the Houston. NFL knows it. That'd be wild, bro. That'd be, and wild. he's not going to play. That would be wild. Hey, uh, are you shocked? Kareem hunt is still a Brown. He doesn't want to be. Yeah, I know. He asked for a trade like two, three weeks ago, right? Yeah. And did you hear the owner's quote on Deshaun Watson, like like mudslinging at, at Kareem? Jimmy Haslam, did you hear that? No. So here's a quote from Jimmy Haslam. Uh, when asked about Deshaun Watson and, and all the shit he's going through, uh, here's a quote from Jimmy Haslam, Cleveland Browns owner. I think in this country, people deserve a, sex, a second chance. Is he supposed to never play again? Is he no longer supposed to be part of society? That's what we, we're, we're going to do here. We gave Kareem Hunt a second chance. And that worked out pretty well. If I'm Kareem Hunt, I'm like, hey, dog, keep my name out your mouth, right? Yeah. Like, why are you talking shit about me? Like, people forgot what I did yeah. four, five, six years ago, and now what, you're bringing this shit back up. What was it? He, he punted a... Yeah. He, he punted there was, a... There was some, it was I, some dude, right, or a lady? No, I think it was a lady, bro. There was some 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 racial slurs said, according to the reports that I Was read. it a lady? Yeah, and he kind of gave her a, a palais kick. Uh, he, gave, he gave her a type of... Uh, Give her a, a, Ty- Le- a Leon Edwards. Tyreek Hill was a kid, right? No, Adrian Peterson was a kid, wasn't he? Well, what did Tyreek Hill do? I don't know. He, he's, he's done a couple things. Yeah. Most of which was in college, right? Yeah, but Tyreek Hill did something too. I don't know. These guys, they can't stay out of trouble sometimes. <laughs> Athletes. Athletes. <laughs> and then, uh, 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 and, and, and uh, they threw it in there. GM Andrew Barry. Said that the team put together a plan for Deshaun Watson as soon as he was traded for Deshaun about uh, that they have to approve his future soft tissue massages for his injuries. So they got to go through the team now to get his Maybe they'll find one at the National Massage Convention. How can this dude, how can Deshaun Watson (laughs) say that I have done, like, it's kind of weird, right? Like, he he showed a little contrition. We talked about it last week. And then once he, he... Settled all these things, and he got the eleven game suspension, and then he reiterated that I have he done nothing. Settled. Wrong. He settled. He agreed done. to the eleven game, five yeah. million dollars suspension. It wasn't like it was. And then came back and said, "I I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong." Like it, it's a weird, it's a weird strategy. And, it's and a bold what, strategy. Cotton. And what was weird was during the Haslam, during Haslam and his wife up there, they're talking about, yeah, he did something wrong, and we're giving him a second chance. But then he gets on the mic. While they're standing there, I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah. Like, they were completely on two different pages. If if I'm the Browns, like, I, I wouldn't let a female give this man a massage. If if I'm approving the, the, these massages for, for the 10-year, 5-year contract. This, I think the state of Texas yeah. re-looks at it and indicts him 
and arrest him before that'd be wild. The game on week thirteen. That'd be wild. That's a Netflix series. Right? So when he shows up, he shows up at the stadium and they just hook him up. That'd be wild. That I mean, you might we'll 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 revisit this week thirteen if it happens, but mark it down. That bagman had it first. Do you just like Jeff's uh, Derek Stingley's gonna be the best corner. That Deshaun Watson gets arrested week thirteen in Texas. That's bold. That's bold. Wouldn't surprise me though. There's there's a lot. And Derek Stingley so far has looked pretty decent. He's and, looked decent, but 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 that was bold for Jeff to say he's gonna be the best cornerback year one. Yeah. That's a little bold. That, we're about it. Bold takes. Where do you stand on Trayvon Diggs? Being ranked twenty third in the top one hundred? Well, he had a, I mean, you can't, you, it was, you were supposed to, these players are supposed to look at, can keep in mind, and I love that all the internet warriors, mm-hmm. after every pick comes out, they're on there making all these comments like, mm-hmm. oh, too high, too low, whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and they can't believe, like, this guy, how did, how did Burrow rate in front of Herbert, mm-hmm. this and that, and it, and it was like, hey, dude, this is from the players, and it's supposed to be based on the year prior. Mm-hmm. And how do you not put Trayvon Diggs up there after that year he hit? I just think it's wild. Uh, he deactivated his Twitter. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Because he got tired of fans sending But him. we're talking about his performance last year. Did that not put him pretty high on the top 100? You mean the performance where he allowed more yards than any quarterback in the NFL? That performance? How about all his picks? So here's the thing. Is the pick like a, uh, is it like a sack? Because no, 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 no. dudes who play it believe that the sack is an overinflated bullshit statistic. Yeah, but the the pick is way harder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's a game changing play. I get it. But if I have a true, and how many picks did he end up with? Was it double digits, bro? Was it like eleven or something? Twelve, thirteen, something crazy, right? Yeah, it, it was some crazy, mean, crazy number of picks. And picks are game changing. Yeah, yeah. When your team gets a, you're way more excited when your team gets a pick. I just. I just I just feel that it's odd for a first team all pro cornerback to have the most yards caught on him out of anybody in the league. Yeah, but I mean at some point if he goes out year two and has double digit picks, I'm, I, I mean, oh yeah, I'll, like I don't I don't care. Give up some yards if you're getting picks like that. Okay, so if if here here we go this this next season coming up, if he has, I mean, he's not a lockdown corner. If he has four picks and he once again. Gets burnt more than than any cornerback. No, in the he, NFL. he won't. He, he shouldn't even make the top okay. one hundred. Okay, okay, okay. I, I I get it. The pick is a is a huge thing, but I just like like I was like most people. I was just seeing these highlights. I'm like, dude, this guy got another pick. And then the, and then you started looking at, it and you're like, damn, he he gave he gave up more receiving yards than any cornerback in the NFL last season. How many uh, Cardinals players have been on there? Because I saw Kyler and Buddha. Yeah, it's and Ky- DeAndre. Kyler Buddha, DeAndre. Uh, I, I I don't think JJ was on there. If it was, if it was, was Chandler on there, uh, Chandler Jones, I don't believe he was. Don't believe he was. I mean, off the top of my head, those are the only three that really deserve it. I mean, as great as Andy Isabella has been in the preseason, I don't, I don't think he's getting any votes. I was happy to see uh, for the Bengals, Trey Hendrickson made it on there. Hey, dude, that guy almost won the Super Bowl last year. Like that dude was phenomenal yeah. in the playoffs. He, Trey Hendrickson's a He's an animal. You say his name, and all I think of him is his putting his, his his hand in the dirt with no gloves. Yeah, I still think that's wild in two thousand twenty two. Yeah, he wears nothing. Yeah, he's yeah. a man. Man, I wear gloves to throw out the trash, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but the what? Any other? What were the? You know the what? Are you, overreactions from the preseason. 
like other than I mean, we saw the likely. Yeah, that that was it. Likely was a big over, you know. Like likely might overtake Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews <laughs> is 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 uh. Don't be surprised if they trade him before the trade deadline. That's how good likely was. Just just that the 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 the. I mean, is is is. I still think. Amen. Would, would the Ravens be okay without Lamar? I, I am so hyped about Damon Pierce. Yep. Every time you watch a Texans game, you were on that train early. Yeah, you were on that train early. The Brees Hall had four carries for one yard today. Yeah, I'm 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 not drafting him in the fourth round. No, which is where he's going. I no. no I would you. rather have Damon Pierce in the fourth round. Yeah, i I'd, I'd rather I'd rather reach for a a. Uh, Connor from the Cardinals the, earlier than I'd I want I think the, the Texans started out their preseason game. They let Marlon Mack have the first few carries. Yeah. Damon Pierce came in there and did Damon Pierce things. That is definitely going to be the Damon Pierce show. He has looked uh, really good. The more and more I hear about A.J. Dillon, I'm more and more excited about A.J. Dillon. That sounds like that's going to be a 50-50 split, right? Yeah. And 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 uh, in the more and more... The I and I get there was those reports. Aaron Rodgers put his receivers on blast. Yep, and that that's that's training camp. Time. And but the more and more I see of their receivers, mm-hmm. I'm more confident that they're going to be just fine. So which which is it a Allen Lazard is 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 that the one there? I think Allen Lazard's considered the one. Yeah, but we haven't seen Christian Watkins at all. Yeah. He's been he had a little injury problem. That was that second round draft pick, right? Yeah, Ro- Romeo. Romeo Dubs mm-hmm. looks, yeah, he looks great. I mean, that, that early on, that's all that was the talk at camp, and then and then a couple of weeks in, they're like, oh, Rogers hates him. So I mean, what, what do you believe here, right? Yeah, I don't think Rogers hates him because he he's looking pretty good. Uh, and and Jordan Love leads the preseason in interceptions thus far. That's a, that's a disaster. But the, you you have to look at it like these guys are going in. And there is, there's not a real game plan in the preseason. Okay. They're putting these guys in there, calling plays. They got third and fourth string offensive line around Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like he's got David Bakhtari and all these dudes blocking for him. Okay. Giving him time. He's, he, Alan Lazard hasn't played with Jordan Love. Jordan Love's terrible. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Terrible. Like there's a world like like have you looked at the receivers that were drafted after Jordan Love? How about that trash Jeff sent us? What's that? Some other podcast talking oh about like God. is Jordan Love better than like who they'd rather ha- Jordan Love or this guy? A couple the- of guys that have never put their hand in the dirt. It, it was like the Jordan Love fan club, dude. <laughs> Some guy he had to think about it when they're like Kyler or Jordan Love. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was like- ridiculous. Like like like. Of course, they're coming out, going into his third season. They're they're saying that he's doing everything he's supposed to do. He's 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 doing a great job of. When they don't pick up his fifth year option going into next season, that'll tell us everything we need to know about Jordan Love. Yeah, right? and I mean, but also at this point, why would you if you why would you pick up his fifth year option if you, you know, yeah, you're you're, you're not going to pay a backup twenty million dollars, right? They'll they'll trade him in the offseason for a a ham sandwich, and a thirst buster from Circle K. I don't think he looks that horrible, though. I I think he's terrible. I think he's terrible. What about the... So we've had two episodes of Hard Knocks, third yeah. one coming out tomorrow. The yeah. second one was much worse than the first one. Yeah. yeah. First, part of the first one got me hyped. Part of the problem, the first one focused so much on Dan Campbell. Yeah, MCDC. And 
We got so much MCDC in the first one. The second one, Hard Knocks does what it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. It's focusing on these lesser known players. You know, you're getting the David Blau show. You're getting, you know, you're getting. uh, I like Amran's story. Yeah. I didn't know his dad was. I knew his dad was a bodybuilder. I had no idea his dad, John Brown, was Mr. Universe. Yeah. uh, Like, I really enjoyed the stuff about him and Aquinius. Mm -hmm. Legally changed their name. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But what I, I, the, the part I thought was cheesy was. He remembers all the receivers drafted in front of him. I'm like, hey, dude, like, yeah, after Brady, Brady like, no, nobody cares about that story no more. And and I'll be honest, the, the first handful that he named, I was like, yep, yeah, he's better. Well, he's yeah. better, too. <laughs> he started naming, yeah, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. He's better, too. <laughs> he <was Yeah>. like, <laughs> okay. Once he got to about the ninth or tenth name, I'm like, all right, you're you're better than that, dude. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's, he's naming all pro guys. He's naming rookies that had 1,400 yards year one. Yeah. But, no, I, I, I like Amron St. Brown. Is is it is this brother? I know his brother was drafted by the Packers. I don't think he's still there, right? He's no Bears. Bears. He's how about Bears. how about Kevin Durant taking shrapnel in the gym from from Amron's dad, John Brown? Does, John Brown. Does, does anybody catch? Does any professional athlete catch more heat via social media, t- television, as as Kevin Durant? No, but Kevin Durant brought it on himself with fake. He had fake Twitter accounts to support wild. himself. That was wild. That was wild. But he's in there lifting. He's like, you got to train. John Brown, former Mr. Universe, Amron's father, talking about you got to train the whole body, the entire body. Yeah. Kevin Durant tore his, tore Achilles. his Achilles. He's like, when's the last time you think Kevin Durant did a calf raise? Yeah. I couldn't yeah. stop laughing. Yeah, I mean. But that episode was not nearly as good as the first one. It was fine. It, was fine. it wasn't bad, but now, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't episode one. I'm getting more on board. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more on board after watching the second episode. They're not going to be very good. I think they'll get to six or seven wins. They're not a good team. I think they will. They'll beat the Bears twice. That's given, they, right? They might beat. The, they might split with the Bears. They'll cover the spread and win both games against the Bears. Boom! You heard it here first. But you're talking in perfect scenario. Say the entire starting roster stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Is their only chance in DeAndre Swift? So he's an injury question, Mark. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's. I, I do like what I've seen so far out of uh, of uh, Hutchinson. Aiden? I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's coach speak on their part, but everything they say, they love him. He, they're they're, everything, they're everything he hoped he would be. And he sings a really good Billie Jean. <laughs> so real quick, I, I'm, I'm just going to go through the Lions schedule real quick, right? Find me seven wins, all right? I think they can do it. All right, let's talk week, it. Week one, Eagles. Loss. Week two, Commanders, hosting the Commanders. Mm. I think it's a win. I don't know. I think um, that's a win. No, nah, the commanders are okay. Commanders, all right. Commanders defensive front with the okay, okay. Uh, week three at the Vikings, loss. Week four hosting Seattle, win. Week five at the Patriots, loss. Week six at the Cowboys, loss. Hosting the Dolphins, loss. Hosting the Packers, loss. At the Bears, win. At the Giants. Win. That's a win, bro. It, that's a win, bro. Yeah, okay. We'll give them. That's three wins so far I've okay, given them. Okay, okay. Hosting the Bills. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Hosting the Jaguars. That That's a home game pick for me. The hosting the Jags? Yeah. I got the Lions because they're hosting. Okay, okay. I'll, that puts I'll give four? them four wins. On okay, that one. okay. Hosting the Vikings. Loss. At the Jets. 
Loss. At the Panthers. Loss. Hosting the Bears. Loss. I said they'd split with the Bears. Okay. I gave him one against the Bears. At the Packers. Loss. You got him at four. You got him at four. Yeah. Possibly five. And there's a couple close ones. I okay. would say Washington's close. Okay. And I would say the Jets might be close. And okay. the Bears. Okay. So if you flip those, they're... they're, they're I gave they're I gave them four wins, and there's three close games. Okay. See, I, I'm giving them the close games. I got them at seven. Call it the hard knocks effect. Call me a fool if you want. But, I mean, just reading through that schedule, it's got to go perfect. I'll be honest. That schedule's a little tougher than I thought for once I sit on it and look at it. It's going to be six or seven. Yeah, I'm on the under. Okay. Okay. I'm All on right. the under for sure. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Don't bite my head off. All right. The... Uh, yeah, that I I just don't like. I get where they want to be, and you know Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's awesome to watch, but they're not there, man. They're not there. That's the famous a year away from being a year away. I mean, I'm I'm more confident with Bob Sala's team. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. They're young, bro. No, they are. They're but, young, but they built they built some talent. There. Yeah, yeah, and it may be like I think the Jets will be better in three years than the Lions. But right now, two thousand twenty two season, I think the Lions will have a better record than the Jets. Mm. You don't think so? We'd have to go through the Jets schedule. <laughs> Producers pulling it up. What do we got? Is the I mean, the Jets in their division doesn't look. That doesn't look good. No, that, I mean that, that's they they got to play the Bills six twice, losses. They play the Patriots twice. That's they probably play the Dolphins twice. It's probably six losses. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Week one hosting the Ravens. No. At the Browns. No. No. That's a tough one. No. No. Browns are more talented, bro. Yeah, but the, they're not. Okay, give it to them. Give them one. They got beef brisket. Give it to them. Give it to them. All right, I'll give them one. We uh, Bengals hosting the Bengals. No, at the Steelers. No, hosting no. the Dolphins. No, at the Packers. No, at the Broncos. No, hosting the Patriots. Nope, hosting the Bills. Negative. At the Patriots. Negative. Hosting the Bears. Yes. At the Vikings. No. At the Bills. No. Hosting the Lions. Yes. Hosting the Jaguars. Hmm. Hosting? Hosting. I'll give them the edge. Okay. At, at the Seahawks? Yes. At the Dolphins? No. You got them at five? Yeah. Okay. But that there's some iffy fives. If everything goes perfect. There's, that that was an <laughs> iffy five, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? Man, dude. What do you want to see going into week three of the preseason? I mean, really, like, like week three is going to be nothing more than looking at backups. Yeah, yeah. But is there anything particular you want to see? I'm sure some, some rookies will play. I'm, I'm, I'm still sure watching. Will get some snaps. I'm sure Willis will get some snaps. I've been, I've been toned in. I've been tuned in on certain teams, mm-hmm. like the. I'm definitely, I definitely catch the Texans because I want to see Damon Pierce. Mm-hmm. I definitely watch. I watch the Jets for Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Okay. What about that Pacheco guy from the Chiefs? I, I. He's getting a lot of love online. Yeah, I mean, I I like watching, I like watching the Chiefs. I want to see. Uh, I would like to see some Sky more. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I would like to see some Pacheco. And, and Andy Reid plays his guys in the preseason. Dude. He's probably going to play him in week three, but historically, he, 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 but Andy Reid is not a, a co practice mingle guy. No. He, 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 he plays his guys in the preseason. Uh, I want to see. I've been really, I've been really, really closely watching Washington because mm-hmm. the commanders, the, the commies, and the more and more I see out of the commies, mm-hmm. the more and more I want nothing to do with any running back they have. Oh God! Because what it's it's turning into. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson are going to be a two way split. Yep. And third downs are going to go to JD McKissick. Mm-hmm. Maybe McKissick late in the round. I take because he's going to be the ball catcher. But what you're looking at is. I mean, you're looking at this potential backfield that is going to absolutely destroy you in fantasy. Yeah. Antonio Gibson, is, they got him out there on special teams bro, in, in the preseason. At, I don't know. Uh, Antonio Gibson's been falling yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He was a early fourth-round pick. Yeah. They're, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. And, I, and you know I, lo- I loved Antonio Gibson. I think he's talented as hell. But he, whatever situation, whatever's going on with – he can't hold on to a ball, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, it's, I'm done. What could have been, right? What could have been. We loved him at this time last year. I mean, he might fare better once he leaves Washington, goes to another team. Yeah. But, and Brian Robinson's looked electric when he's out there. You are electric. Yeah, no, he has. He has. We'll see. I mean, I, other than, than, but than in, Antonio, Terry McClary, I don't, I don't think I want anybody on that team, right? No, Antonio Gibson fourth round is a bust. I have, yeah. I have no problem. Uh, Brian Robinson's almost going undrafted. Mm-hmm. I have no problem taking in Brian Robinson 12, 13, 14th round yeah. to to make sure you get him. I mean, just to, you know, just to see. Yeah. Because like if he goes out week, if he goes out week one and gets, and gets uh, 12, 13 carries, you might have a guy. I saw. Uh, Real quick, off the top of your head, can you give me your your top three or four wide receiver rankings going into fantasy football? Because I I I've seen the list and 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 people have different. So I'm not. I mean the easy the easy pick to say one is Cooper Cup. Yeah, I'm not so sure with Allen Robinson there. Okay. Yeah. In there, to me, there's no way Cooper Cup puts up the same numbers he did last year. Mm-hmm. There's gonna there's gonna be regression. Mm-hmm. He and. Now regression. He almost finished two thousand yards, right? Yeah, yeah. Regression, no. regression might be fourteen hundred yards. Yeah, regression. Say, say he regresses, has a few less touchdowns and sixteen hundred yards. Still a phenomenal season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. I still. I'm still at that point where I say, Cooper Cup is the one. Cooper Cup last year nineteen hundred forty seven yards, sixteen touchdowns. Yeah, AP Offensive Player of the Year. It screams regression all the way around. I don't see 16 touchdowns, and I don't see 1,900 yards again. But, like we we're saying, if he gets 1,600 yards and 12 touchdowns, I mean, it's still... Yeah, it's still... The dude. I'm not mad that I picked him sixth overall. No. Uh, after him, I... I kind of think... Uh, I would think Chase and Jefferson are a toss-up. Yeah, former team. I mean, two years in, Justin Jefferson, 2020's rookie year, 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns. Last year, 1,600 yards, 10 touchdowns. The thing that gives, I would give Jefferson a little bit of the nod, uh, T. Higgins is better than Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah. 
and 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 their three is better than than uh yeah and just looking uh the Bengals last year in the passing game Jamar Chase had a 24 he had 24% ownage in the passing game mm-hmm. and Jeff and T Higgins had 23 point something yeah. percent yeah and i mean yeah it there's a little Spreads more it's around more yeah there's a little more chance that T Higgins eats into Jamar Chase's and and I don't know if you heard the quote from from Jefferson. Uh, I think it was from like a week ago because their new head coach is a McVay guy, right? He came from the the Rams system, and he's saying that now with that new offensive running, he understands why Cooper Cup was so open and had the year he had. And I heard that and I was like, oh shit, he's he's one now in my book, right? But I I I I would give the nod towards Jefferson just in the case that I mean he's that much better than Thielen, yeah, in. Overall, I think, like, football-wise, if I was building a team, I want Jamar Chase. You think Jamar Chase is a better football player? Yeah. Yeah. He His routes are better. He's, like, Jamar Chase has that extra gear. Jamar he, Chase last year, year one, 81 catches, 1,450 yards, 13 touchdowns. I mean, if if Jamar Chase is going in that in, in that 6 to 7 range, and I can get Jamar Chase at 12-13, yeah, I'd probably rather have Jamar Chase. And then fourth, I'm, I would give the nod to Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Over Devontae? Yeah. Devontae would probably be fifth. Okay. Okay. Is that just because Devontae's going to a new system with a new quarterback? Well, yeah, and Josh Allen's better than Derek Carr. Yeah. yeah. Derek slash David Carr. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. But Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's fine. I And I, I don't think and I don't think you'd I don't I wouldn't say you're crazy if you think Stefan Diggs is gonna have a better year than Jefferson or Chase. Mm-hmm. But then again, Stefan Diggs is in the same boat as Chase with Gabe Davis. Because mm-hmm. D- Gabe Davis has looked phenomenal. Blew up towards the end of last season, right? Yeah. That playoff game against the Patriots. And Gabe Davis is definitely someone on my radar. Where do you got him going? What's his ADP? I don't know what it is currently, but it's been going up. Is it? Is it it's about the fifth, sixth round? Is that about right? Early I, in the fifth? I, I think it's going to, by the time the drafts come around. Mid-fourth? Because you're talking like T. Higgins... T. Higgins been going in the third, mm-hmm. and and I put Gabe Davis right there. Yeah. So I mean, I like Diggs and Chase kind of have the same situation. They have a really really good receiver to the right, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the few teams where you find a one A and one B. Yeah, and the, and they they have the number one fantasy quarterback going right, and like yeah. they sling it, bro. They they gave up on the run. I mean they they don't run the ball. They win 13, 14 games a year not running the football. Speaking of that offense, where do you do you like Cook? The brother? The rookie running back for the James? Bills? Yeah. Do you like James Cook? Because Singletary played well towards the end of the year. Uh I wanna like Cook. Yeah. But I mean we've seen I saw what, he had an electric run in the preseason but, last but week. But we have we have three years of seeing the Bills. Yeah. We, does that change now that Dayball's gone? It might. Okay. But it, it doesn't – I don't know if I'm ready to take that capital because I think yeah. Cook takes a six-round pick right now. I believe so. And yeah, I'm, not, that's high. I'm not in that. That's just like we talked about it, the, the, the guy from the Jets going to the fourth. But that's – this is what's crazy right now. If you currently get on there, Damon Pierce is still somewhere in the 10th round, 10th, 12th, whatever yeah. the – I'd rather have Damon Pierce. Yeah. Do you think there's a world where he where, where he goes inside the top ten now? 
two weeks away from our draft. Pierce? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean. People reach for these running backs. No, I mean, you're, you know, you're in the seventh, eighth round, and if Pierce hasn't been taken already. Yeah. Like, I Get mean. Get ready. It's not a reach if you really, 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 really want him. No, that, I mean. That's my strategy going I mean, into the it's like, drafts. I think A.J. Dillon was, he started out sixth round, and he's definitely going to go before that. And Matt LaFour's quote from, I think, this morning or yesterday, he said he, he's going into the season uh, knowing that he has a 1A running back with another 1A running back. Yeah. A, and, and Aaron Jones goes higher because of his catch passing ability, pass a, catching ability. A.J. Dillon's going to have a breakout season. Yeah. Okay. Quadzilla. So so do you think Aaron Jones going at, at 21, 20, 22, 20 is, is too high? No. Okay. I I see a scenario where both of them are getting used. We're, we're, I feel like we saw that a little I bit mean, last year towards the end of the season. They right? might be the two best offensive weapons for, yeah. for yeah. Rodgers. No, no, not probably. They are, right? Expect, expect Aaron Jones to catch a ton of footballs coming out of the backfield. Yeah. I mean, there's a chance he gets lined up a lot at receiving. Yeah, go back and look at the statistics. How how, how many targets he gets when Devontae Adams isn't on the field with him, and now he's gone, with and not being replaced with another alpha one A wide receiver, right? Who are some like like bus potential guys? Guys, you're uh, who are some guys you're avoiding? Because I definitely have some guys that I'm. I, I'm completely not necessarily avoiding, but there's guys that that where where they're getting drafted, I don't want them. Like like I don't want Mark Andrews at at 18th overall, right? No, but I mean, if you were forced into it, it's not like it's gonna kill you. Yeah. Well, I'm uh tight end from the from the Falcons. The like like he's going high. Like I'm I'm not gonna take him there, right? The no 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 no, thing. I mean, I think he'll. I think he'll be good, but I just I, I just can't spend that capital on a tight end. I expect time. Joe Mixon to have a monster season with that the the upgrade offensive line that they have in Cincinnati now. So some of the wide receivers I've been actively avoiding. Uh huh. I mean, at this point is I've been avoiding DK. Okay. I think DK DK's talented as hell, mm-hmm. but. I, I don't know, man. It's not looking good. Yeah. Amari Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Is is that is that strictly because of the quarterback? Amari Cooper is a fifth round ADP right now. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Uh six round ADP, Godwin. I yeah. want nothing to do with it. We we don't know what that's gonna look like. How but, about Ezekiel Elliott? Eight ADP twenty nine. I don't I don't want him on my team. I don't. I feel like Tony Pollard's emerging, and 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 he 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 took a ton of his carries last year. Yeah, but he's not going to take less of his carries this I, year. I don't think. Uh, I th- I think Zeke still has some value winning. Kyle Pitts ADP thirty too high for me. I don't want him. Uh, running backs I've been actively avoiding is I will not draft Cam Akers. I will not draft Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. In, and it has. Uh, nothing, nothing to do with being a Steelers player, yeah. and I'm, I'm like, I'm not sure with Najee. Najee, I love Najee, and I'd be comfortable taking him just because of the touches he's gonna get. Like last year, he he averaged something like three point six yards a carry, and still finished like top top. Yeah, seven, I, I get it. In but, I mean, I there's too much unknown for me with seeing how the offense is actually gonna look when they roll out yeah. there. 
Brees Hall, one nothing to do with him. No. ADP currently 43 overall. He's You have to put too much capital on Brees Hall. Darren Waller going at about 38, 39 around there. Is that, does that scare you with Devontae Adams showing up to town? Or, or, or is, is, it, is he still slotted right? I, I'm, you know, I typically, I, I mean, I typically aver, avoid early tight ends anyway. Mm-hmm. The running back wise, I've been avoiding Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. You have to use fifth round capital and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I've been avoiding Damian Harris. What do you say on JK Dobbins? Um, we don't even know if he's going to go week one, right? No, I've been JK Dobbins been pretty, I, I've scrubbed JK Dobbins off my boards. Like I just act like he's already been drafted and move on. I don't want to sound like a homer here, but I kind of really like Hollywood Brown this year, bro. No, right? I've been I've been looking at Hollywood, uh, where you can get Hollywood currently. I believe he's sixty right now on sleeper, overall. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, I definitely look at Hollywood as like a value, a I, value pick. I like Hollywood more than Chris Godwin. I like him more than Brandon Cooks. I like him more than Michael Thomas, right? Hollywood Brown or uh, Robinson from the Rams? Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Amari Cooper or Hollywood Brown? Um, I'm I'm not drafting Cooper. Mike Williams, Hollywood Brown. Mike Williams, right? Yeah, for sure. I don't want anything to do with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't. Do you? N- not really. I've been... I mean, if it, I think it comes down to if you're in need of a running back and that's what, you know, if that's all that's available, like, you can't, you know, you can't fault yourself too much for. I like the value of a Darnell Mooney going going in the sixth or seventh round. I get it. That team sucks. But last year, he was a, a, a thousand yard wide receiver. Right? Yeah. And so, that's what I'm not sure. Like, Darnell Mooney. Seems like something a piece you want, but man, they're gonna be bad, dude. They're gonna be throwing a lot, dude. Yeah, but I mean I fully expect him to have another thousand yard season. That that team sucks, dude. I don't want anything to do with Miles Sanders. Yeah, I currently have Marquise Brown. I have him tagged as a value pick mm-hmm. in the fifth round. Okay. And he sits uh yeah, I think in the fifth round. You can, I would definitely want Cortland Sutton over him in the fifth. Yeah. What do you sound on Drake London? He was the first rookie wide receiver drafted. He's been hurt all preseason. Currently going ADP 82. I mean, take a chance on him later, but I'm not spending any kind of capital to get him. Hey, why is, why is Cordell Patterson so low? Fantastic season last year. I think it's Algier and. I get it. He's 32, but. I mean, that, that was phenomenal last year. Yeah, but I mean, that was, I don't know, flash in the pan. Fluke? Yeah. Fluke? Okay. I mean, they got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Algier. I mean, he's probably not the best running back on his team, and he's not the best wide receiver on his team. Okay. That's the problem. I love, love, love Chase Edmonds, dude. He's going just under 100 ADP. Right? That that's value, man. Yeah, he'll he'll go way higher than that. Okay. Like, yeah, I mean, I I have no problem. Chase Edmonds currently eighth round mm-hmm. ADP, and I have no problem if someone 
stretched up in the sixth or seventh taking Chase. I feel like Christian Kirk could be a value. Currently going, what? what is this on sleeper, 108? Like, they paid that dude a ton of money to go be a one in Jacksonville. And he's currently a 10th round ADP. Yeah, I feel like that's a definitely a value, right? I mean, I mean, last year he was he was the the two in in uh, in Arizona finished with nine hundred eighty two yards, five touchdowns. I mean, he should have better stats than that being the one in Jacksonville, correct? So Damon Pierce is currently twelfth round ADP, mm-hmm. and I foresee that continually moving up the boards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 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 around Cole Komet and James Robinson territory. Like, there's there's no way he's going to be there that late. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm overselling it, but the, you know, I put Damon Pierce in a, in that tier with uh, where you're looking at, I don't know, some of the Miles Sanders, Elijah Mitchell type picks in that tier. Let me throw something at you here. It's a little far-fetched, but I've, I've actually been thinking about this all day. Last year, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year was uh, was your guy, right? Jamar Chase? Uh, according to Vegas right now, do you know who is the betting favorite to be the offensive rookie of the year? Right, Pickens. Yeah, it's Pickens. You can get him right now in about the 12th or 13th round. I'm not saying he's obviously not going to do what Jamar Chase did, but if you can get a value of a guy who's, I mean, they, Vegas knows something, dude. If, if, if he has an eight, 900 yard, 1,000 yard season, like that's his absolute steal in the 13th mm-hmm. round, right? And uh, another one of them that I think will overshoot their fourth round ADP right now is Travis Etienne. Okay, yeah. You like him. Especially with, with Robinson out, right? He's uh, I don't think he'll be ready to go week one. Coming, uh, off, coming off that injury last year, right? And ETN. ETN's awesome. Remember him at Clemson? Yeah. That was a stud. Absolute stud. Who else you got that... What are, who who are, who's a quarterback you're completely avoiding? Completely avoiding quarterback? The I have I have two that I marked that are completely Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with Tannehill this year, and it, I want nothing to do with Justin Fields. There's a world where if Malik Willis is a starting quarterback at the end of the season, if they're not where they want to be, right? Do you think that was an absolute fluke last year that they were the overall one seed, best record in the AFC? Yeah. Because Vegas had them like the fourth betting favorite to win the AFC as the one seed, right? Yeah. Uh, Quarterback-wise, if you get into, if something crazy happens in your draft and you don't get one of the, you know, one of your top 12 guys that you've been looking at, because yep. say you have the, you know, you have the the green bastards or whatever that go in there and take two quarterbacks take in the first three five quarterbacks rounds. in the first. Trade, trade bait, my friend. Yeah. Say you have teams like that. He kept them all season, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray. Yeah, is that what he has a quarterback? He kept them all season. Yeah, waiting for a a running back one trade. That 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 was his asking price. Yeah, uh, uh, a Henry, uh, a Eckler, somebody like that. One of the ones like if you if you end up in that streaming quarterback territory, I yep. think one of the ones to watch for is Tua. Tua. Yeah. Tua and Lawrence. I like Lawrence this year. So here here's. I, last year, I went a little outside the box. Never really done this, but I did it in both leagues last year. I drafted Kyler Murray in one league, and I drafted uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes in another league. Didn't work out either one of them, brother. Didn't work out. Sandwich Hopkins with uh, with Kyler. Didn't work out. 
Pat Mahomes didn't have the year that I thought he would. So this year, I'm going reverse. I In both leagues, I will be the last person to draft a quarterback. Don't let the cat out of the bag here, but that that's what I'm doing. I'm telling you right now, I will be the last been, dude uh, to draft a quarterback. I've been a big fan of, because uh, you can do it late, Yep, is... There's times when we're dra- when we're doing the mock drafts, and I've been stacking Trey Lance with Ayuk. Yeah, and to me, it's been. I mean, it, you're getting a stack, mm-hmm. and it doesn't cost you. Where's Trey Lance going right now? Because I guarantee, I guarantee you, somebody who thinks they're smarter than anybody is going to reach for him a round or two earlier. Trey Lance is currently ninth round. I guarantee you, he goes in the seventh or eighth. Probably the probably but, the seventh, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, in it, in it, there's a chance, there is a chance that Trey Lance is an ultimate value pick. Mm-hmm. And now value picks, and I know you're gonna hate to hear it. Give it to me. I think one of the best values in the entire fantasy this year is Russell Wilson. Okay, okay. Currently, what quarterback? He's uh eighty quarterback eight. He's he's currently ADP seventh round. Okay. And has has a massive chance to completely overshoot that. Okay, I'm 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 just going to name quarterbacks that are ranked ahead of him right now as we stand here today in August. Uh Jalen Hurts or Russell Wilson. I I'd, I'd give the edge to Russell. Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson. Kyler. Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson. Russell. Lamar, Russell Wilson. L- Lamar. Herbert Obviously, Herbert. It starts there. Okay. All right. But you're talking, but the ADP you have to draft some of these other guys at is, I mean, you're talking Joe Burrow's currently ADP fifth round. Yeah. Russell Wilson's seventh round. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would rather get Russell in the, the seventh yeah, than Joe Burrow in the fifth. Does it hurt you to say that? As a Bengal fan? <laughs> no, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. When it comes to fantasy, yeah. like, I, I don't play Homer games. Rogers going in the ninth round. Like, that's a, Back-to-back MVP going in the ninth round. Is that right? That That's strictly because well, of the weapons he yeah. has around him, correct? But if you can get a back-to-back MVP, I get it. Devontae Adams is gone, but shit, Rodgers in the ninth round. And that's another easy one to stack later because you can stack Alan Lazard and Rodgers together way late in your draft. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if you want, you can stack Romeo Dubs and Christian, you know, Christian Watkins. And um, the do you think Tyreek Hill's going too high? I know Jeff does. Currently, what sixteenth overall? Uh, not necessarily. He's, I mean, he's still Tyreek Hill, man. Because Jeff's Jeff Jeff's on the record saying he thinks he thinks Waddle will have a better year than Tyreek Hill. I don't. Neither do I. They didn't bring Tyreek Hill in and pay him that much money, and and the and not draw up plays for him. I remember Stefan Diggs when he signed when he left Minnesota and signed for a ton of money in Buffalo. He was going in the third or fourth round that year fantasy. And I, I reached for him probably half a round earlier and 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 uh my theory was they they gave this dude a shitload of money, man. Yeah. Like they're 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 not gonna want to look bad. You don't they're you gonna don't, give him the ball. You don't pay a guy that money and not it, he's there's gonna be so many plays in Miami that are drawn up that are Tyreek Hill's plays. Yeah. Yeah. In you would think with uh, Mike McDaniel that there's going to be a lot of – you could see a lot of Debo-style runs with Tyreek. Yeah. A lot of – what's that What's that 
backwards toss that they do out, out of the pistol that he kind of ended with Debo. Yeah. But you could see a lot more of that with uh, Tyreek. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ty, is Tyreek smaller than than some of these guys? And Debo's Debo's a, a odd body for a for a legit wide receiver, dude. Like, his legs are big. He's not super tall. He's, he's bulky. He's got a little mass on him, right? It's, now, kind of, it's kind of a hybrid. Another wrinkle I'm interested in with the wide receivers is with Jamar Chase with the the Bengals haven't showed it much at camp, and I think it's been more during the closed parts, but they're, uh, they did get caught on video with a couple Jamar Chase handoffs. Oh, really? Hmm. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I've, I think I've told you guys before, like him and Debo look so similar build-wise, like, the what like what they can do. Jamar's about two or three inches taller though, isn't he? Jamar's I, what about six two? I'm not sure, but they. I mean, to me, they look almost identical with their build. Just, just freakish human beings. And specimens. Now, if he, and I think, you know, more and more teams, it's a copycat league. They teams saw what San Francisco did with Debo. I think more teams are going to be looking for. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, how can we utilize a running back out of the backfield? Twenty or years, a wide receiver. Twenty years ago, Sperano from the. From the Dolphins made every team implement a, a wildcat package so much mm-hmm. so that it, it was a part of Madden for a couple of years. Yeah. Right? But it should be it should be interesting to see how that goes. Like, the, the original wildcat formation was Derrick McFadden in Arkansas. Remember that? That was terrific. But did I'm I am interested to see like which wide receiver we're not even thinking of right now that all of a sudden is getting carries next year. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I guarantee you there's someone there's someone sitting here and we're not even like Accounting for that, and because we've said, you know, Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill has that definitely has that potential with Mike McDaniel. Yeah, and and, and he would do a little bit out of that uh, coming in motion with 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 uh, with Kansas City, right? Yeah, and you can, I I definitely see a scenario where you know maybe the Bengals work in with Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. The, in you would. I mean, how crazy is it? How crazy would it be if, like, we're sitting there? Oh, Cup will probably regress, and all of a sudden they start handing the ball off to him. I don't know. I don't know. But if if Cup comes anywhere near that nineteen hundred yard, sixteen touchdown season, shit, <laughs> get out of here, man. Hey, what well, what's the status of their quarterback, Matt Stafford? He's he, I know he's been dealing with an elbow. He's been kind playing of a, kind of a baseball pitcher's injury. Yeah, I mean, he but he's been playing in preseason and stuff. Okay. Hey, what's up with the? So my brother. Yep. He started. He started telling me like, "There's kids now. As soon as they get out of high school, and it's becoming more and more common, uh, baseball players mm-hmm. getting uh, preventative yeah. Tommy John surgery." Yeah, that's th- funny you asked that. I remember uh, I spoke years ago to a doctor, and he was telling me that believe it or not, there there's actually parents out there that that see a future playing baseball pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taking him to see the doctor, saying because somebody told them that if they get Tommy John surgery early in their career, that it'll it'll help them make their elbow stronger, thus throwing harder in, in when I they guess, get to high school, college age. And I guess the studies have showed it's not only that they're throwing harder; it's that once you get Tommy John, yeah. there's way less of a chance that you injure it. Yeah, that 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 that's a thing, bro. I mean, I I don't agree with it. Like that doctor told me that he flat out tells their parents to get the hell out of my office. Yeah. So but, my but, me and my brother were. We were going over the pros and cons with uh, his boy. His his boy's a is his boy a pitcher. Yeah, his boy's about thirteen years old. He's okay. throwing seventy. It's an exciting time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. Seventy. Yeah, big kid. No, no, really. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. 
and so he's and he was telling me about the Tommy John thing. I'm like, man, I like <laughs> is he doing like, research? You're like, I don't is, know about like well, no, and he's saying like pretty much. My brother was saying he's like, I just can't imagine actually doing that. He's like, gonna he's gonna walk into a doctor's office with a PowerPoint presentation, pros <laughs> and cons. <laughs> So I gotta I gotta plug my brother's new business venture. Let's do it. What do we got? So he's doing. Uh, uh, if you look it up on YouTube, it's called Cyber Breaks. Uh huh. So what he's doing is, uh, he goes on eBay or wherever, and he sells. He buys the boxes of cards, mm-hmm. and say he'll have a couple boxes of Bowman or whatever. He sells the rights to those teams on eBay, and then goes. After the sales done on eBay, uh-huh. he goes on YouTube and does a he he opens the card packs live, and and like goes through them and like say if you paid for the Marlins, you get all the Marlins cards that come oh, out of shit. the packs. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So how's that going? So well, he just started. He's second weekend. So uh-huh. check it out. Cyber breaks on YouTube. I feel like like sports cards are are on the way up again, right? Yeah, when I was a kid, that shit was well, everywhere, man. So, card shows. So he was educating me on the uh, from when we were kids. It's called the junk wax era because mm-hmm. the wax packs. Well, they were all the cards were so overproduced back then. Yep. that none of them were worth anything. Yeah, 12, 12 year old us were like, oh my god, this this is worth twenty dollars yeah. now. It's gonna be worth a million when I'm old. Yeah, and none of them are worth anything because yeah. they made so many of them. Mm-hmm. Well, now the companies Tops and Bowman don't make this. You know, and the big things you get are. You know, you open the packs and like you get serial. Like if you get lucky, you get the serial numbered card. Yeah. Then then they they got those autograph cards, those autograph rookie cards that that are worth so tens I'm, of thousands of dollars. Yeah, now. I, I was watching my brother's first break, trying to trying to support him and throwing some softball questions and stuff. But uh, send me the video. I'll I'll, I'll check it out. On and uh, I think he on his very first break, he he actually had some good hits, nice. which is what where you can make the clips. You know, he yeah. you know, like one was like a three hundred dollar card and nice. stuff and. I uh recently, I went to spring training in, in March and uh stayed at a hotel in downtown Phoenix and uh across the street at the the Phoenix Convention Center they're actually having a big ass like like the the big card show in Arizona coincidentally yeah. a lot of guys were staying in the hotel and I and I'm in the elevator going up with my my wife and daughter and uh the guy's got like a safe like like this big safe like mm-hmm. briefcase kind of like handcuffed to his wrist type of shit and I said you work for for Brinks or something? I told him joking around, and the guy's like, "No, bro, I got like tens of thousands of dollars worth of baseball cards in here." So I sent my wife to the room, and I sat there and talked to the guy for like fifteen minutes about his baseball cards. And I was like, "Hey, can I can I check him out?" And he's like, "No, I'm not gonna open them in public." And I'm like, "All right, man. Well, nice talk." And I went back to my room. <laughs> there's 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 a lot of money, especially it seemed like the uh, the uh, when COVID happened and everybody was 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 at home, like the sales of these. Basketball, baseball, football cards just went through yeah, the roof. Like people were bored just and, spending money at home. And a lot of people have been getting back on the ball card market mm-hmm. after crypto started going down. Yeah. What was what was your what was your holy grail card as a kid? Uh it, it's funny, as a kid, the and it, it I don't think it's even worth anything now, but I remember as a kid I wanted the Don Mattingly rookie. Okay. Yeah. I think it was eighty four. Yeah. 84 like tops Don Mattingly rookie and I always wanted it and and I remember even as a kid it was it was like eleven dollars mm-hmm. and and you couldn't justify that purchase it, it was just so out of reach <laughs> you couldn't justify that it was purchase. so out of reach and now what what my brother educated me on was like the grading system oh yeah so PSAs. now PSAs so now he sends uh 
the really, really good cards he has, he sends them in to get graded and they come back. And like, if you get like a 9.5, it'll sell for three times as much. Yep. 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 I, mine was a 1989 upper deck King Griffey Jr. Ricky card. You know what I'm talking about? He's got the bat on his shoulder, zoomed in his face. You can kind of see his hat's a little up. Uh, I actually bought that one like a year ago. I remember when I was a kid, it was worth like seventy-five to a hundred dollars, and I was just like, "Wow!" If I well, can the get top, my hands was on it that. the tops one that had the bat yeah, on the we're, shoulder. We're, we're, no, he has the bat on the shoulder on both of them. The no, tops okay. one, he's sitting down, and it's kind of a full body. But the upper deck one is is from the the neck up. He's holding a bat over. The, his, I know his the left tops shoulder. one you can buy on homage, yeah. like on the T-shirt. I have that one. I have I have that one. But uh, uh yeah, it was that, that nineteen eighty-nine upper deck, which was coincidental enough was the first year of upper deck baseball. Yeah, nineteen eighty-nine, uh, and they're worth. They're not worth anything because that was the junk wax. Yeah, that was it was it was worth seventy five at the time when I was a kid, early nineties, and I believe now it's worth like sixty five. But I, but it's it, it's cool to have, man. And I think it's like there's currently a Mickey Mantle rookie. Oh yeah, Big on money. sale. That's uh, it's graded at like a nine point five or ten. I think it sold at auction for like In four million dollars. Ten. ten million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Like, like for years, the number one card of all time was that. What is that? That that tobacco Honus Wagner, right? Yeah. Like, like that's the that's the one that that was worth a million dollars, the first million dollar baseball card, and then that that Mickey Mantle one sold for shit. That was wild. And it it's pretty crazy. You look at it and how much some of those are worth because, yeah, maybe they were overproduced back then, but there's none left. Yeah. And none left that grade that high. Correct. Because like when you get Correct. them graded and they grade that high, it's I mean. Madness. Yeah. yeah. The the one I have it the, the Griffey that I have wouldn't grade high. It's 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 off center, you can tell. Like but it's just it's it's nostalgic to have that. Yeah. And that's probably the only the best value you would find on it is if you found like one that was graded ten, it'd probably sell for quite a bit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I, I, many I, of those were off print. And... I, I saw a high grade upper grade I, I think it was like a nine point five going for like three, four, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. The, the the Griffey ones. Same but, card, but but it's just graded. Yeah, higher. I mean but that's crazy to think that like a Griffey oh, yeah. is only worked that much because that was that junk wax period. I remember, I remember it was so important when you're opening your pack and you see that you get a good card immediately. You tell the dude, like, I need a hard sleeve, bro. Yeah. I need a hard sleeve. And he brings that little sleeve with the screw and he puts it in. Like, how much is and my, that? Like? My brother does that on the channel when he's going through the packs. <laughs> if it's, like, one of the hits, yeah. he puts it in the soft sleeve and then puts yeah. it in the it's hard always case. the soft sleeve first and then the hard sleeve. Yeah. 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 Card shows were awesome as a kid. But it, so yeah. Terrific stuff. It's fun stuff, though. Yeah, so yeah, I've been... Hey, hey, you, you brought up Donnie Baseball. Are you at all worried about the Yankees declining here the last month and a half of the season? Yeah, but I mean, like... They're like 8-19 and 19 since the All-Star break or something yeah, like that. but they went 8-19 and 19 since the All-Star break, and they're still eight games in first place. Yeah, 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 but... but uh, They can take a month off. Aaron Boone was at a the Yankees breaking point. John Carlos Stanton coming back. I, I, I believe he's back tomorrow. To the, the, Yan- the Yankees are fine. They took a month off. They're still eight games in first place. They're good. Almost a little skirmish last night between them and the Blue Jays. Did you see that? But they got a. They're on. They got the Mets tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that starts the series. Yeah. Uh, last night, uh, All Star Alec Manoa went up and then tried to throw a sinker. He said he's been struggling with that his last few starts. Actually, hit Judge. Judge he, didn't have a problem with it. No, he did it first. Oh, yeah, Manoa approached him and said, "Hey, dude, I'm not trying to do that, man." Judge shook his hand, which is rare. Which is a rare occurrence in a baseball when you hit when you drill a guy. Manoa had the presence of mind to go say, "Hey, dude, I'm not trying to do that. I apologize." And, and Justin, it's fine. And Garrett Cole came out. He like wanted that. the smoke. He, he he's a fake tough guy, bro. Like Garrett Cole ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> Get your ass back in the dugout, Garrett. <laughs> he, he, Shut up, dude. Garrett wanted the smoke. Garrett Cole took it a, like the, he took it his own and like, "Oh, bro, I'm such a good leader. Watch what I'm gonna do here." <laughs> and did you see Alec Manoa's code after the game? Yeah, he's like he's he's like if if Garrett Cole wants to smoke, like tell him to walk past the Audi sign. 
Love that Garrett Cole. <laughs> Punk. It Get out of here. I love like that's the part of baseball that's fun. Like <laughs> Been in a few of those. <laughs> but I I mean I saw it like the guy and he told Judge it was his fault. Yeah. Like he Definitely looked bad. I think there was one out. There's a guy on second, just drilled him, setting up the double play. You know what I mean? So as a hitter, as a hitter, you're thinking like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" But that's why those guys wear those pads. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I remember it was three years in a row. Like, was a Bagwell like like broke his wrist? Yeah, yeah. Some of these dudes, some of, like like a dude like 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 Rizzo, he leads the league every year in getting hit because he just crowds the shit out of that dish, man. Mm-hmm. Trust your hands. Get a little bit off the dish, big guy. <laughs> yeah, he does fine. No, he he's he's been great for the Yankees, right? Like the, the 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 Cubs were thought thought he was washed and he's he's had a terrific year this year with the Yankees. But we'll uh we covered a lot of stuff today. Good episode today. Yeah. Well hopefully uh we might record once more this week. Uh might have a little something special for you a little yeah. bit later in the week. We're thinking about it. Yep. See if we might get Coach on here and see if he gives away some of his secrets. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Way to give Max effort, Wes. You, Adrian, we did it. Y'all have a great night.